0: You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Bodju Oyemade. Pastor Bodju is the Senior Pastor of the Covenant Nation. As soon as you obey the instructions, power begins to come into operation. Hope is to get that promise. You are convinced about it, but some people are not doing anything. About the expectations that God has put in their heart. Alright? Now Naaman was a leper and was given instructions that he obeyed. And what were the instructions? 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 13 and verse 14. The prophet Elisha told him that look, go and dip yourself seven times into it. And his servants came near and he didn't like the instructions. He said, This doesn't make sense. Why should I go and do this? And his servants came near and spoke unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid you to do something great, wouldn't you have done it? How much rather then? When he said unto them, wash and be clean. And verse 14, And he and then went he down and dipped himself, according to the instruction seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God and his flesh, which means as you obey the instruction, power. Power is made manifest his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child and he was clean any issue can be resolved if you take it to God in prayer God gives you the promise and then from the promise will show that you now begin to receive from him the instructions all the wisdom for the fulfillment of that thing, once you start putting that thing into practice, stuff will begin to happen. Most people, they are in neutral, which means they get revelation and their lives are in neutral, which means they are just waiting for something to happen. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 1 to 4. See so what we're saying here. Jehoshaphat He was informed there was situational report he took to God. And it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon, with them, all right, other besides the Ammonites, came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the Syria. And behold, all right, they've come from all these places, and then it says in verse 3 and Joseph feared and set himself to seek God and proclaim the fast. And verse 4 he tells us and Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord even out of all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. And then in verse 14 Joshua stood in the congregation all right. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah the son of Benah the son of Jael, the son of Matania, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of a congregation. And he said, Hekin, all Judah, you inhabitants, now the instructions were coming. And thou, King Joseph, Thus see the Lord gone to you, be not afraid, nor be dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Verse 16, tomorrow you go down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Zaz. You shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves and stand still and you shall see the salvation of the Lord. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them for the Lord shall be with you. And then verse 21, they discovered the instructions. Verse 21, it says, And when they had consulted with the people, the appointed singers, that they should praise the beauty of his holiness. And they went out before the army to say, Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And verse 22, And when they began to sing, that's the instruction, when they began the action. When they began to do it and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments against. In other words, as they went, they were healed of leprosy. As he dipped himself seven times, he was cleansed. As they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments. So the question you should ask yourself is, have I received the instructions for this particular conviction and expectation that I have in my heart? And have I applied myself, all right, so there's instruction. You can take the scriptures off now. Have I applied myself, right, so there's instructions. Have I received the instructions? And then have I applied myself? It doesn't mean just do something. Corresponding actions to a promise are based on intelligence that the Holy Spirit gives you as to what you ought to do. So let's go back again because I don't get into it now. You have a desire or there's a situational report. you take it to God in prayer. God tells you and promises you, this is going to be the outcome of this. You see it in his word. Now don't just take that. Now there's a conviction which is belief, which is hope. The Bible says against hope he believed in hope. That wasn't faith. It is a conviction that you have based on a commitment that God made to you as to what he is going to do. This is what many people are calling faith. And they are not doing anything every day. They just go about hoping that something will happen. Faith gives you, once you get to faith, God births a strategy in your heart. He gives you a plan. He shows you what to do. Look, I I won't have time to get into this. I want to show that faith is not even something that is about, you just use an emergency situation. The Bible says that God knew what was coming, there was a flood, and he gave Noah the plan and told Noah go and build an ark and Noah spent time building there are some plans and strategies that the Holy Spirit will give you will be things he wants you to do now to secure your life in your old age. In other words, he wants you to be doing those things now. Faith is not just something you use in an emergency situation. You tell him, well, I want to live and be healthy till I depart from this earth. He gives you a faith plan. He tells you, live this way, exercise this way. He shows you things about the human body. Faith is not always. That's why when there was going to be seven years of, of abundance, seven years of farming, God gave to Joseph the faith plan. So you can have a financial plan to secure the education of your children in future. It's not that when it's now time to pay school fees, you're now make a bow, about your fast and praying. That doesn't necessarily mean you are in faith. Do you understand this? Once you begin to understand this, it means that you have broken into the intelligence of God about the situation and how God wants it to come to pass and you are walking in obedience to that. And people don't understand why you are approaching your life this way. is because these are the steps that will birth this particular thing that God has shown you. So our faith, all right, is the action that causes God's power to be released. Faith are the steps that you take that causes the power of God. Until those steps are revealed and you take those steps, the power of God will not be released to cause a materialization. Do you see how close, all right, hope is to faith? Now, what we've said in the past is that, you know, once you have a revelation, you know, once you get a revelation, then you are in faith. No, when you have a revelation, you are in hope. We've got to push this. All right. One of the things God has shown me said, look, I've called you to to break these frontiers down, uh, to help the church to get into that new place to re-explain truth that makes it clear to people, the areas in their lives where they have struggled. For example, let me just show this here. All right, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. Oh, we just said this, that faith cometh by hearing, all right, and hearing by the word of God. Now, look at it very well. So then faith, now, the reason why it's in bracket, it means it's in italics, in so you can remove it. That's what he's saying. So, you can add it or remove it if you think what they have said, it's tampering with the understanding of that scripture. So then faith cometh by hearing. Or you could say, so then faith by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Or we could say, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing cometh by the word of God. So what's saying there is that faith comes by hearing, present continuous. So the first time you heard something, hope was born. And that lemma came that gave birth to hope. But then faith comes by hearing further concerning that thing. And he says that hearing comes as a result of that initial rama. In other words, what he's saying is when God has revealed to you what he wants to do in a situation, he opens up your spiritual faculties after that revelation is given so that you can now begin to hear the instructions you'll start hearing because that thing has opened up. Because it talks about the eyes of your understanding being open that you may know the hope. Of his calling, in other words, your understanding has been opened up. So faith is going to, so we can say, hope is the planting of the seed. Faith is through the watering of that part, or is watering that seed. So you got the revelation, but it's got to be watered. And as it's watered, there you begin to understand. Do this. Do this. Do this. Do that. So let me close on this here. The first step of faith. Now, I've said faith is an action. Now, I want to show something. How do you access these instructions or the wisdom that you are told? Uh, so, how do you know it? How do you come to know it? That's what it tells us in, in the book of uh, Proverbs. When it tells us, my son, eat honey in Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 14, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul when you are found. It, there shall be an expectation and or a reward and your expectation will not be cut off so it's the knowledge of wisdom it's knowing what to do so how do we get this wisdom now the first step of faith acceptable in the courts of heaven as a corresponding action to any promise that God has given to you is praise and thanksgiving unto God let me repeat The first corresponding action that you can never go wrong on is after God shows you what he wants to do. Coming to offer him praise and thanksgiving for the fulfillment of it is always, on every occasion, the first corresponding action in some cases. It may be the only action required in some cases or many other cases. Further steps are required in order to get it done. But it always starts with praise and thanksgiving unto God. Romans chapter 4 and verse 17 So 21, it tells us that it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom believed upon God that quickened the dead, called those things that be not as though they are, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become a father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And be not, all right? Next verse. Be not weak in faith, when he considered not his own body, now dead... He went, sorry, when he was about a hundred years old, neither he had the deadness of Sarah's womb, but, was, but staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, by, right? Doing what? Giving glory. So it tells us was strong in faith. And it's an action. What was the action he was doing? Giving glory to God. Given glory instead of staggering at the promise of God and doubting whether it will happen, he was given glory to God for the fulfillment of it. Jonah said, They that observe lying vanities shall forsake their own mercy. What he has revealed to you, which is your hope. Jonah 2:7. All right, of Jonah 2:8, it says, But I will sacrifice. But I will sacrifice with the voice of thanksgiving. Always I will pay that which are vowed. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Always the giving of thanks and the sacrifice of praise is the acceptable first step in response. So the first thing that you've got to do is to start praising God and thanking Him for the fulfillment of that particular promise in your life and you're beginning to appropriate it in thanksgiving and praise as something that has been done. Psalm 50 and verse 23 tells us, Whosoever offereth praise glorifieth him, and unto him that orders his conversation aright, will I show the salvation of God. That word conversation is behavior, which means the first thing is, Whosoever offers praise glorifies me, and then if it is necessary, and it goes further to order his steps aright. That person will see the salvation of the Lord. So what happens is hope that we receive through revelation opens the door of communication between us and God in heaven through which faith is revealed into the heart of that person. And when that door of communication is opened up, God wants us to come up in praise. Thanksgiving, that's why He says that hope takes us within the veil, whether the forerunner Jesus has gone in. First step, always praise. Thanksgiving. The first work of faith that sets God working is praise acting on your faith by thanking God and praising him in advance has been throughout human history, God's way of appropriating his blessing. You don't get it wrong that way. So if I receive a promise about that house that I desired, the first thing I'm going to do there is I'm going to start thanking God and praising him that that house has been built. Then he begins to reveal to me things. Thanksgiving must be offered up fully in advance for the blessing God promised. Let me repeat. Thanksgiving must be offered up in advance and fully for the thing that God himself promised. So I want to teach this step by step so you get it. Today I am stopping at Thanksgiving and praise. As you enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. You cannot say you have put your faith to work for the fulfillment of something if you are not continuously praising and giving God thanks for that particular thing. Continuously. That is, I have set watchmen upon your world that will not give me peace, saith the Lord, until he makes. That peace is praise. That is, what, I, what, the, what the watchmen are doing that won't give him peace is they are praising God. So, Circumstantial evidence must not be taken into account when you are praising God fully in advance. The question is, did God say it in his word? Once he has said it in his word, full full thanksgiving must be offered up. The needy must learn to praise God in advance. Faith is not what we practice after, but what we practice before the manifestation. Luke 24 and verse 53 tells us they had a promise. Jesus told them about the promise of the Spirit. And it tells us that, and they were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Because of this promise that had not yet come. 40 days after, there was the manifestation. But what the works that were to produce this was stay there praising and thanking Him and tarry in prayer until you are endured with power from on high. Now, when it comes to corresponding actions in prayer... You will know the prayer points you should offer by way of the promise that God has given. So you are going to ask for very specific things. You are going to ask for very now so you can be bold. And for an entire month, all you are asking for is that God should grant you favor in the eyes of men because you have seen from the promise he has made and the strategy he has given to you that favor is the virtue you need operating in your life for that particular thing to come to pass. So that's all you're praying. And other people are asking for this and say why. Well, that's all you're praying because you know favor will get you through every other thing, all everything will be met on the grounds of favor. You can risk it, quote, because you've seen it. So praise opens up your mind for further instructions from heaven. That's why it says that God has hidden this from the wise and the prudent, but he has revealed it unto babes. For out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, God has ordained praise. So it's the praises that get the revelation. That's why when they were not praising in Jerusalem, he said the things that make for your peace and prosperity and advancement are now hidden from your eyes. Praise will open your mind to the things you will come to see very clearly in your mind. It becomes logical. The steps that you ought to take for the realization of that thing when you have offered thanksgiving fully unto God for its realization. That's why it tells us in Isaiah 12 verse 3, as I bring this to a close, it says that with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Now what's the water that we are drawing out of the wells? What's that water? Proverbs 20 and verse 5 tells us, Cancel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. How is he going to draw it out? With joy and rejoicing. He is going to draw the cancel for that situation. How do we know this? Proverbs 15 and verse 22 tells us that about cancel. It tells us this, without cancel, purposes are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors or cancel, they are what? Established. The purposes get disappointed because you don't have the right strategy, the cancel. Is not there. So it is with joy, we draw water out of the wells of salvation. What's the water? Cancel in the heart of a man is as deep watered as you are praising God and rejoicing. The cancel comes from the bottom where the Holy Ghost is on the inside of you and floats into your consciousness. And it now starts coming to you as ideas simply popping up in your mind. And as you begin to implement these ideas, the scripture tells us there that things will be established in your life. So what did I come to share today? The first step, next we can go on with this. First step in causing heaven to come into the earth is that you fully offer up thanksgiving and praise. Now what am I saying here? You cannot be believing God for something and there is not continual daily praise that you are offering up and thanksgiving unto God for the fulfillment of that thing. You are not in active faith. You are in hope. Which means you expect it's going to happen, but no steps are taken that will cause God's power to be released in order for that thing to happen. The first instruction from heaven is praise and thanksgiving. I'm sharing secrets concerning this now. So anything you believe God for, continuous praise. That's why the Bible tells us in Luke 24 and verse 53, they were in the temple, uh, Luke 24, 53, continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. Thanksgiving must be fully offered up unto God. While you are in need, And then, cancel begins to come into your heart. Father, I pray over every single person under the sound of my voice. And I prophesy strongly from my heart into your life. This month, from now towards the end of this year, you shall experience series of supernatural breakthroughs in your own life that will show you the reality of God's presence in your life and he will be tangible and real to you by reason of these things that you shall experience. And as you praise and worship him, he will come alive and powerful ideas shall be born in your consciousness and with ease shall you fulfill things and leap over walls and scale things that will cause others to be amazed. This is your season of supernatural lifting and breakthroughs that will cause light to shine in darkness. And darkness will never complicate it. God bless you. And your steps are ordered perfectly by the Lord into the safe place where you shall flourish. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you all. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org.